You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 30 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. You know, it makes me sad that it takes us like 10 minutes to figure out what number episode we're on. (laughs) And then then when we do, you can't like, this is our second attempt. You're like, and then you're like, oh wait, what season is it? You don't remember? It's the historic third season. It is. The season I remember. You know, we're not that far into this, although we are... Thirty old, and it is harder to remember. Again. I mean, getting to you know episode thirty—that's that's a lot to remember. Thirty is the new twenty. <laughs> um, which reminds me, yes. by the way, I've been sort of dreading this. Like, I gotta—it's not coming up so soon, but like my next birthday is a big one. <laughs> it's a big one, dude. You have to embrace it. You have to, but you know, you get the birthday present. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's a couple of birthday, pre- I like, like booby prize birthday presents. Right. The pen sends you like a <laughs> I still haven't gotten my AARP card. So I'm not officially 50. Really? Yeah. They don't know where I am. Fuck the pen's founder. I think I got my sister Depends for her 50th birthday. You did? Yeah, of course. So Come on, I'm so. I, would you expect anything else? No, I'm, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> um, Did she punch you in the face? No, like everybody knew. Like I walked in and they're like, oh, what stupid thing. Like when she was 40, I got her Geritol. So. Sure. They still make Geritol? <laughs> they must, because I walked Cause into CVS it. and I bought it. But that was, that was a long time ago now. A long time ago. Oh, that's a long time. <laughs> the funniest was Geritol. Lawrence Lauren once had um she had like some problem with I don't know, it was her knee or her ankle, and the doctor gave her Celebrex. <laughs> I was cracking up. Celebrex, Celebrex. <laughs> I was like, oh honey, are you gonna be in one of those commercials with like the old ladies? I'm sure uh, she loved that. Uh, she wasn't too happy with me on that one. Um, and, and once again, Steven gets punched. Yes. Hey, so did you ever get gefilte? Now that Passover is over? Yep, now that Passover is over. We're like cleaning out. We're like cleaning out. I had the last three pieces of gefilte for lunch. And this morning, Lauren made like, if there was a box of pass of matzah that was open, yeah. she made she just took it and she made matzah bread. Whatever is there, just vacuum right. it into the frying pan. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We Although we had two frying pans going because I like my I like my matzah by my matzah brai savory, right? Pepper, salt, sriracha. You can have it sweet or savory. That's the beauty of the brai. <laughs> it's the beauty of the brai, baby. <laughs> the beauty of the brai. I don't eat matzah brai. What? Um, yeah, I don't. I'm not that into it. Oh my god. Yeah, not sweet. Not savory. <laughs> no, no bride. I had a no, no bride for Brad. Yeah, it was all right. Passover was like we didn't really keep it. I mean, you know, when you go to when you go to Hershey Park, kind of hard. Kind of hard. Exactly. Exactly. Every day, every day, till I was like, 
I hate Passover food. <laughs> Dude, I remember living in I remember living in Israel and like waiting for Passover to be over and just booking down the street to the closest pizza place so I could have some Yeah, but there and you can have you can find good food options in Israel during Passover, even if it is in nineteen ninety three? Yeah, dude. Nah, nah. That was like nah. Not I then. Now there's I, I actually in my more recent visits to Israel, I agree with you. You, you. It's very hard to have a bad meal. Back in 93, you could have a bad meal. Well, yeah. yeah. I do know, though, I remember people who lived there would freeze bread for like a month before <laughs> Passover. Hey, when you lived there, did you go like eat at the Cinematheque and stuff? That was like a decent place to go in, the, in, I in Jerusalem. I, I didn't have like – I didn't go for like decent meals. I would go – yeah, it'd be like Jones in for pasta and you uh, know, I would go to there was a place my go to hummus place in Jerusalem, not in the old city, in the new city in West Jerusalem. Yeah. The place called Pinati. I don't know it. Really? It's on the corner. Uh, it's on King George Street, right by um, right by Malachi Falafel. Right right by Ben Yehuda. And really? they had like, yeah. I don't it, know, I must have walked past it every day for a year. You probably did. It became a chain later on. I don't think it was as successful as a chain, but the one standalone place in Jerusalem was really good. They did, however, have a seven-minute rule. Really? You could not spend more than seven minutes in that place, <laughs> and they would throw you out. You, by the way, can I, can I just point out, I think in the last three or four episodes, we've opened with just talking about food. Is this what happens? No, I mean, is this I what happens? So. Our lives become so boring that the only thing we talk about is food. Well, I mean, we're trying to keep the show family friendly. <laughs> so, you know, sex is out. 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 And plus, again, you don't want your wife to punch you in <laughs> the face. I certainly don't want she's my a, wife to punch me in she's the a, face. She's a, she's a definite listener. No, she, she just kind of like rolls her eyes. Yeah, um, exactly. I don't need Lauren to roll her eyes at me. Um, can I tell you that I've had two, like, how how the fuck did I get here moments? Go ahead. All right. So. <laughs> just two? Just two? Two. But it's, only, it's, been in like the, it's been in, like, the last 24 hours. Okay, go on. Okay, so. Go, go on. So, one, we're doing more renovation. We're going to do the bathrooms. Okay. And so we have this All whole... Time out. Yeah. Yes. Talking about home renovations is even lamer than talking about. I know. I know. How did I get here? First of all, I feel like my renovation was just over. And today we had a whole debate. We had a whole debate about whether we had time to go to the tile store. Yeah. And I was actually advocating. How did I get here, man? Yeah. Wait, this is the way, this is the how did I get here moment. There's one of them. I was going like, to the tile store. Yeah, like yeah, we gotta go to the t- we gotta go to the tile store. We gotta check it out. What color tiles do we want for the bathroom? I know that this is gonna sound harsh. <laughs> go, do and it. I know that I need you don't it. Own, and I know that you don't own a gun. But you should just kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna spend another summer in tile stores and faucet oh stores. God. But you know what? You like. Things like that. No, I don't. I like it when it's done, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not. Like I'm not showering in like the most disgusting shower ever. Yeah, I dig on that. But I don't want to spend my summer. 
But you're a handy guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm very handy. You like going to the home. I'm handy with Lauren. I'm not handy anywhere else. No, you, you're you like a, you know. I can hang a picture. You can do more than that. A few things. Like, yeah. So you like going to the home beach. No, like I was changing, I was changing, um, I was, I was messing with a, um, a light switch and I opened it up and I was like, Ooh, I've never seen anything like this. And so I I, closed it up real quick. No, 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 no. I texted, I texted my buddy, Mike, who lives across the street and I started describing, I think I took pictures and like, I was telling him what I was going to do. And he's just like, stop. He's, he's far handier. Stop. Do not do another thing. And he like ran over here. He's like, you're going to either kill yourself or burn the house down. Um, so, you know, there's limits, but this is why I'm a perfect person to live in New York city and have like handyman. I I miss it. Like, can't you call the super? Yeah, exactly. Right. So I'm like the least handy person ever. I know our super's name was Hezzy. I remember for the first six months we lived here, I was like, can we just like bring Hezzy down for a weekend? He'll sleep in the, on a couch in the basement and like do all the things I need to get done because I didn't want to if do you it. Were, if you were going to invite your, your super to your home, you would need to put him up in better accommodations. No way. I was going to like fly him down and, you know, wine and give him, you know, nice wine meals. Wine and dine him and be like, all right, now go crazy in the house and like fix everything. All right, so that was one. Like, I wanted to go. I was having we were having the debate about the tile store this morning. Then so you won because you got to go. To no, the- we ended up not going. We ended so up not you going. Really won. <laughs> I did, but I kind of wanted to go. I have to say, I kind of wanted to go. And then that makes me so sad. <laughs> well, if we're gonna do look, if we're gonna renovate bathrooms, I mean, let's get let's let's get this show on the road, right? You know. The faster we pick this shit out, the less I have to think about her. But I was, I was like, oh my God, we're having this conversation again. It's a Saturday. I'm going to the tile store. Then the other, how the fuck did I get here moment was, I might've mentioned it yeah. last week, but we're starting to look at places for me as bat mitzvah. I was like, uh-huh. wait a second. Didn't we just have a bat mitzvah? Can, yes. do it, do, don't I get like. Can we get some time you off here? Bat for like less than eight months ago, if I'm not mistaken. I know. And now I'm like looking at places for bat mitzvahs. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> Dude. So I had my last, my last. This is like, this is like, I didn't even, like when we had, we had Natty and then three years later we had Mia. But by the time we had Mia, I had forgotten about spit up. I have not forgotten about the painful aspects of putting on a bat mitzvah. You like mean, I need more time pain, to forget about. Painful. You mean painful, painful, right? Exactly. No, pay, paying for it. Yeah, paying for it. That's that's the painful part. Oh God. Yeah. Well, at Mia's, at my Mia's bat mitzvah, somebody said, "Well, what's next for you guys is now weddings." Yeah. And college. Well, you're already yeah, paying college. for one college. I'm in college. Oh yeah. I'm in college, and you know what? what? He's almost finished with his first year. Great. Like that first year went by like it does go by, but but you still have three more to pay for. Well, yeah. Sorry to break it to you, dude. What I'm I'm saying is, first year is almost done. First year paying finals coming up. First year of everything. Yeah, finals are coming up. Coming up, Jordan better be studying. He is studying. All right, that's good. So I don't know. Those are my two my two how the fuck did I get here moments. I mean, I guess they're kind of mild. It's it's like it's not like. I feel old, but I just, I don't know. Like, I'm Those good. are mild. 
I, like I'm doing bathrooms and bat mitzvah. It's just weird. It's yeah, just completely. You're, you're you're adulting. <laughs> adulting. I don't want to. Which man. is nobody's strong suit. <laughs> It's definitely not my strong suit. I mean, let's let's be clear, right? We're watching the same movies we watched when we were fifteen. We're listening to the same music we were listening to when we were fifteen. Yet we have human beings who we are completely responsible for. Plus, shit to pay for. I, th- I think I tell my research associate every day, like, just don't grow up. Being an adult sucks. Just don't grow up. Um, There's no alternative though, unless you just sort of. Speaking, you know, dying, dying young is not that great either. Speaking of TV shows and stuff and movies and whatever, Maddie is binge watching Friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually we were watching the first season last night with her. Yeah. And then of course she woke up this morning, she was like, Oh, I gotta fire up Friends. But um it's actually it's I didn't we didn't remember how funny it was. It was actually a very funny television program. The first couple of seasons were pretty good. And yeah. I think that all kids in this generation have gone through the phase of watching it because it's been on Netflix. Yeah. So I, Mia wasn't digging on it, but Watch Maddie's it. definitely. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, Talia watched it. My nieces watched it. Like, really? Did they like friend, it? They love it. Yeah. Uh, long, long time listener, Ian. Ian. His kids, yes. Ian. His kids love this. Like, they know they can quote from friends, really. Like every episode, but yeah, they 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 love that. Show. That's pretty cool. Yeah. We we're, were trying to think of like good, you know, like '90s television programs that that they might like. Um, Lauren, when she was 24 years old, was obsessed with the television no, program. No, 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 no. That was kind of more like our you know era. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, Lauren's a baby. Yeah, she's a baby. She was obsessed with um, Party of Five. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Sure. Party of Five would be over at like 10.57. I was Uh, living in Philly. Lauren was in in D.C. Uh And it would be over, and I would count 10, 9. (laughs) By the time I got to 6, she would call me and say, that's such a good show. (laughs) It's like, it's all right, but okay. What was the premise behind that? They were orphans? I don't know. Died and yeah, the were it's really uplifting. Like yeah, and they kind of like raised themselves. I don't know. Right, but they were all like really hot, and like that was the deal, right? They yeah. All, like getting out there and just getting it on. Right. Is that the deal? Right. You know yeah. who's in that show? Nev Campbell. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, she was very pretty. Um, so the craziness of this week is <laughs> I've been having so much fun reading about it. Um, the NRA, the National Rifle Association, is imploding before everybody's eyes. <laughs> and it's fantastic. What are you going to do when, with your membership card when the <laughs> goes belly up? Oh, my God. Like, the crazy infighting, Ali North being ousted, warning them about... So there's all this, like, crazy financial stuff that's going on. They have so, this... So Oliver North is the president, or... Is he's he the president. The and president. I think he's been ousted. But right. he... You know, and the NRA's finances are terrible. They've, like, been borrowing money against themselves for... for And they just don't Didn't have... they get an infusion of capital from Russian sources? <laughs> <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently... Uh, Russian oligarchs didn't provide enough money to keep the NRA yeah. going. Interesting. So, anyway. so it, could it could it be that the NRA is too 
corrupt for all of us. <laughs> I mean, well, he did try to sell weapons to the Iranians to give it to the NRA, but it didn't. He got busted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can't, can't the Russians step in and save the NRA? I mean, like, if the script, if we're going to follow the script. <laughs> But there's all this kind of corrupt stuff that's going on. Like, he sits on the board. So not only was he the president of the NRA, he also sat on the board of some PR firm, Ackerman something. That gets all of their work. From the NRA. And they have have common board members. Right. And then there's been this dispute between this PR firm, which is basically an arm of the NRA, but not, not legally. And right. there's been this dispute about how much they've been billing them, and and all these people at this other at this PR firm have been enriching themselves while and and basically you know emptying out the coffers of the NRA to the extent that the NRA has to had to borrow money twice from its own foundation just to stay afloat, and so there's all kinds of craziness going on. And so you know, are you telling me yeah. that the NRA is a huge Ponzi scheme? <laughs> I mean, that's it may it about. may very well be. Um, it sounds like, but but all these terrible people are now at each other's throats, including Wayne, Wayne Lapierre. Well, uh, yeah, I hope they all actually kill each other. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the crazy yeah. thing, though. So Wayne Lapierre is on the like kind of radical fringe of the NRA, and he's been in charge of the NRA for you know I don't know forever. Yeah. yeah. But there are these other gun rights organizations in the United States who think of. Wayne LaPierre is being like a liberal patsy. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? So the NRA implodes and like becomes a shadow of itself. And then one of these other like American gun owners of America, whatever it's called. Gun owners of America. I think it's called, I think the more radical group is gun owners of America. And, um. I thought it was called National Socialist Gun Owners of America. (laughs) No, 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 no. And I actually think one of these radical organizations actually has an office near Newtown, Connecticut, which is. Kind oh, of really? freaky deaky when you think about it. Anyway, so, so you know, how insane do you? How insane do you have to be to be more radical than the NRA? Or to, for Wayne LaPierre to be too liberal? <laughs> right. Like, if, you know what? He's a good guy, but I find his views on guns to be a little bit too left wing. <laughs> right. Like, Is yeah. that amazing? Like what? 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 Like what synapses in your brain need to fire to get to that point where? You or where where you think that Wayne Lapierre is too too liberal, or maybe maybe you, you there are no synapses firing in your brain. I think, and you're just a answer. fucking blockhead. Yes, yes. Jeez. I think you're a blockhead. <laughs> That's what it is. It's off completely off the wall, dude. Yeah. So so what's gonna? Happen? I don't know. I don't know. I'm rooting. I'm rooting for them all. I'm rooting for them to all kill each other. Like a showdown at the OK Corral in Fairfax, Virginia, and they all shoot each other. They should get into a circle and have a firing squad. But of course, they're they're just a bunch of big talkers, so they'll just, like, everybody's going to lawyer up. Apparently, I was reading about it. Everybody's been sending their own incendiary letters to the board. So. Exactly. Exactly. Is that anti Semitic? Uh, it's you're you're fine, you're fine. You get a pass. Okay, thank you. You get a pass. Thank you. you get a pass. No one's no one ever think you guys anticipate. Thank you. Um, right. So I don't know. I'm just sort of loving the fact that the NRA is. We do have some listeners who are NRA supporters and members. We so, do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I don't. 
Well, I don't know who I don't know I don't know what organization they're going to belong to <laughs> when the NRA implodes. I mean, good well, riddance. You can, you can still own a gun if there's no NRA. Right, right, right. But aren't they all about gun safety and like gun education? And no, actually, NRA is about making it so that you Easy. can carry a gun <laughs> anywhere under any circumstances, no matter what. Our big legislative win was making sure that the mentally ill are able to get guns. <laughs> People on the no fly list. Terrorists. Right. I mean, they were the ones behind. But the NRA was behind was behind the stand your ground, all these stand your ground things, which is just a license for people. To for kill people, people to for kill white people to kill people of color, people kill right? People. So, as far as I'm concerned, I, I know we have listeners who are members of the NRA, and that is their right as Americans. And I think you know, I actually think that the that the the existence of special interest groups uh, is uh, a, an example of how vibrant America's democracy actually is, uh, and that we have this open government. But at the same time, I'm totally hating on the NRA because it has blood on its hands. And I think if you, and I think if you, I think if you paid your NRA dues and donated to the NRA, uh, you are to some extent because it is a membership organization. You are responsible for the direction of the National Rifle Association, which has been basically to support uh, right wing politicians and no common sense gun laws in this country. Do you know know just complete lack of common sense? Do you know anything about NRA TV? So NRA TV is this thing, this brainchild of this PR consulting firm that's just been sucking money out of the NRA, and apparently that crazy woman Dana Loesch is on it. Yeah, and a couple and a bunch of other people. I don't know. No, this is where, you know, they say the revolution will not be televised, but the, apparently the Civil War will be televised because <laughs> this is where they're being incited to take up arms against the government. Right. And and their fellow citizens, because it's not just about, you know, what is the next what is the next logical step to just owning the libs? It is, is killing them. Is killing them. Right? right. Is, is, is violence. I mean, you... You have people on the right who talk openly about this. They talk about is Sebastian Gorka was hosting some fucking program on whatever it was. I don't think it was NRA TV, but about about uh, and and the the discussion was, is there a civil war going to happen in the United States? And these these guys were like advocating for this. Well, right. So they're having the discussion. Is it going to happen as they are inciting it? Well, you know. Wayne LaPierre, Wayne LaPierre does not have a history of inciting, like, communal violence, but he is a, he's like a radical, like, end of days survivalist type. I don't know whether it's end of days, but um, he believes that people need to arm up, uh, protect themselves against uh, a tyrannical government. Um, And he's like, he's like a, a prepper for that. And that's the direction in which he's taken the NRA. And, you know, it's led to things like people being able to get guns willy-nilly, and then they go right. and they shoot up high schools like Parkland High School. So once or again, again, you know, drugs. with respect to listeners who may be members of the NRA, that's where their money is going. That's so, again, is. we've talked about this before because this isn't the first time we're talking about guns because, Jesus Christ, it's America. But <laughs> when they talk about taking up arms against a tyrannical government. Right. Nobody ever says the government that exists right now 
is the most tyrannical that we've ever seen in our lifetime. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's I think it's a broader principle. But for example, I have a friend in a Washington. A broader principle meaning like when a Democrat takes over <laughs> who happens to be black. Well, no, no, no. I'll give you I'll give you an example. So during the Ferguson protests, I have a friend. He's a Republican, longtime Republican, and an NRA member. He's he loves showing me his NRA card, and. He said, you know, when you saw when you saw the way in which the militarized police force of Ferguson, Missouri, was training automatic weapons on their fellow Americans, he's like, he he actually I believe he might have emailed me. He's like, that's why I have a gun. That's so why I have a gun. How come I didn't hear a lot of voices from the right wing saying that police should not be doing that during Ferguson? Um it's a really good question. I mean, how come I mean, you do have, I mean, you, you do have the right wing, you do have important voices on the right who are talking about criminal justice reform. Um, but no, I know, I know, I know. And my point was, but we have not heard anything from the right about the militarization of police in this country. No, I haven't heard We have not, we have not um, heard anything about that. I think it's because it really does coincide with, with, um, with the war on terrorism and how we've become trapped in the war on terrorism. And so, you know, you can understand why the United, why, why New York City, uh, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, some of these major cities really, you know, they are targets and they yeah. have to stand up, you know, uh, uh, special units to deal with uh, these types of threats. That you can absolutely understand. Um, right, but right. why Ferguson, does Ferguson, Missouri, why do they get like tanks and, 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 right. and automatic weapons? It's, it's ridiculous. And so th- this was part of the whole kind of counterterrorism industry that grew up after right, 2011. Great. Right. This 2001, is, I'm sorry. This is the military industrial complex with excess, with surplus. Right. That uh, was then handed down to the police. And the rationale was it was counterterrorism. But nobody was coming to, at least best that we can tell, no one was attacking Ferguson, Missouri, other than the elected leaders who were just abusing their own citizens. So, uh, But again, where was the NRA to talk about that? Uh, They weren't. Exactly. Well, I mean, in a way, it's it's this it's this weird relationship, though. So you see, if it's if a you critical relationship, well, let's be honest. No, 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 no. But if you see the police who are you know armed up like they're about to you know invade Iraq, um, yeah, more people might feel like my friend who said that's why I have a gun and you should go out and buy a gun okay. to protect yourself. So that's good for the NRA. I mean, it, what, the NRA is its membership. It's also gun manufacturers. And it is this this PR firm. Um, and Hold on a second. I want to go back to this, yeah. this notion for a second because, you know, every so often the president will throw out this idea that federal troops need to go into Chicago. Yeah. I've never once heard anybody on the right saying, no, the federal government troops should... <laughs> Well, of course not. So now, if the president had said, take, no. if, if the president had said we need to send uh, the National Guard into Darien, Connecticut, <laughs> people would get very upset. <laughs> but to go into the south side of Chicago, where right, they're so predominantly African-American. It's yes, hypocritical. It's t- well, yeah. Well, come, come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Come on. This is America. This is America. It's built this on hypocrisy. I want to go nah, back and talk about. Hold on, I want to talk about your friend who loves to whip out his NRA card to show it to you. A great guy. 
But he says, you want to see my NRA card? <laughs> like, we get into a conversation about this. And I was like, he's like want to see my and he's like, and just to like, just to like mess with me, he's like, oh, here's my NRA card. I'll show you mine if you show <laughs> Come on, let me see it. I was like, here's my ACLU card. <laughs> I'm a card carrying liberal. Here's my card. <laughs> so um, I actually don't have an ACLU card. I don't understand. Like, how could you be against civil liberties? But whatever. Um, well, it's a communist plot. To, <laughs> that's right. To take sovereignty away from our from gun owners. elected government. Yeah, exactly. From gun <laughs> Did you hear the president? The president spoke to the NRA in Indianapolis and he said, if these maniacs get elected, they're going to take your guns away. I still can't believe that we're relitigating the Civil War. <laughs> we are. Because once again, Robert E. Lee becomes a <laughs> topic. He's a great general. He's a great general. You, you may not like it. Like it or not, he was a great general. He's a great general. I like generals who don't surrender. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They lost the war. Plus. Mm, no. They're trying to secede from the Union. No, but they may have won. That's, he's no patriot in my mind. He's no patriot. <laughs> they may have lost the war, but right now they're really trying very hard to win the argument again. He was a slave owner. Uh, he was indeed. I, but, look. But, but he treated his slaves well. He was a good man. <laughs> <Stop. and everybody. laughs> they're very nice to their slaves. Yeah, um, I prefer generals who don't surrender. It's not. It's not what you think. It's not what you think. It was really about states' rights. No, right. it had nothing to do with slavery. Uh, nothing to do with slavery. Was tangential. <laughs> who was it? What commentator said that slavery was good, or politician said slavery was good for 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 blacks? Who said that? Wasn't that Roy Moore? Was it Roy Moore? No, it was. I, I feel like I, I feel like that is something Roy Moore would say in between hitting on fifteen year olds, but there was that's quite, a, that's quite a life he had carved out for himself. But I feel like there was maybe it was Roy Moore, but I feel like it was someone else. Oh yeah, there are people who said slavery was good. Yeah. So just, no, they asked him what time. Like it was a simpler time. It was a better time. Like, yeah, it was much better. We should celebrate because it's really bad history. Um. Yeah. So no, I, I'm just been I've been fascinated by the implosion of the NRA, and well, you know, couldn't happen to a better with <laughs> a nicer group of people. <laughs> I mean, seriously, what people keep saying, you know, every time I every time they do a story on the NRA, they say that like some huge number of the NRA members, um, they're really just interested in you know gun safety and. You know, sportsmanship, or you know, whatever it is. I just wanted, I just wanted the card. <laughs> and you know, if that's the case, how come these people haven't gotten engaged with their radical leadership and to and 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 rein them in and thrown them out because their radical leadership Look, has contributed be, to gun violence in America. But to, it could be that the problems. But the financial problems that the organization is having is stemming from the fact that they've lost members. But we'll never know that. Uh, that is true. It could be that they've lost members. Could be. Could we be. But um, it sounds to me like you know the the this consulting PR firm, uh, who, like I said, has common board members with the NRA. Yeah. Um, this this organization is being used to suck resources out and to enrich. Uh, 
to enrich people at the expense of, you know, dues paying members who I guess are really just interested in, you know, NRA magazine and learning how to clean their piece or something like that. Uh, but I, I, I'm just amazed. It's, oh, you know, millions of Americans apparently are members of the NRA and it's in this terrible financial strait and they've allowed their leadership to go in this direction. Where are they? I have to assume, though, that they that they support this radical direction that the NRA has pursued over the course of the last 20 plus years. There's no way we don't know. Yeah. We, we don't know. There's no way to know. Yeah. I would assume you're correct. But again... We don't know what their membership roles really look like. Right. We don't know any of the truth about how their finances. How many of them so, are Russian? Right, and you're convinced a good portion of them are Russian. <laughs> <laughs> At least the ones with the money. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, all, right. all right. I think this is all it right. for episode 30. Episode 30 is in the... I want to say Happy Easter to everybody celebrating Greek and Coptic and Eastern Orthodox oh, nice. Easter. I like that. I don't know whether there's a bunny involved in uh, Eastern Orthodox. No, there's, just, there's just a lamb, and it's roasting on somebody's lawn. All right, so I just want to wish everybody who's celebrating Easter tomorrow uh, happy eating of the lamb. I may have. A, maybe I'll have a, a gyro tomorrow. In uh, now, now I think we should go out to Astoria tomorrow. <laughs> Good call. And we're back no, but things back we're back to food. I, do you think it'll be open on Greek Easter? I think Telly's has a big celebration on Greek Easter. Oh wow, that'll be awesome. Mm. All right, we're back to All food. Right. All right, everybody, we're out. We're out.